Uh, so we've just made, that was a really great procession. It's a good walk. Yeah. Really nice. We had a lot of cars honking at us on the yeah. DVP yeah. or, or whatever, the uh, Bayview rather. Not totally sure what they're supporting yeah. or witnessing. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of animal puppets and some like flags it. with research questions on them. But I love that they just... <laughs> They, they were just really wanted to support whatever it was that was happening, which I, I think That's is a, a thing with like puppets is like we'll get behind it even if they don't agree with it. I think they would all agree. <laughs> Welcome to Don River Radio. This is your host, Dylan Gautier. And this week we're going to be hearing some recordings from the last couple of weeks working on the Marley Barron project in which we draw a people's map of the Don River. Marley Barron being myself, Kendra Sullivan, Ben Cohen, Jean Barberis, Stefan von Mullen, Sunita Prasad, and Kiara Marshall, working closely with Shannon Gerard and participants from Shannon's class at OCAD U. Notably, two weeks ago, Wednesday, July 13th, a funeral for a river processional with puppets that was organized by Brandon Latcham and Shannon Gerard that led participants down from the Evergreen Brickworks over to the Don River to then hold a memorial service for the Don and to give a moment for a kind of public grieving alongside the river. We're going to hear a little bit of that in just a minute. At the end of the program, we'll hear a little bit of our boat building project that has been happening at Building one at Evergreen Brickworks over the past couple of weeks. The boats that we were constructing were launched at Cherry Beach and made it through the portlands around to Keating Channel and the mouth of the Dawn last Saturday. We'll be talking to you a little bit more about that in a future episode. And next week on the program, we will have an interview with Helen Mills and John Wilson from the Lost Rivers Walks. But for now, we'll hear from some of the participants in the Funeral for a River, including Shannon Gerard, Brandon Latcham, Elizabeth DeCoste, Leah Klingbeil, and Freddie Ratkowski. Don River Radio. River that now that we're gathered here on the banks by the Don Valley Parkway? I think just that the river is so central and has been for centuries. There was a, a quote that Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Bonnell found from uh, General Brock's writings, the violent, horrible colonist that he is. <laughs> and he looked at this big, lush landscape with so much to offer. And he called it vacant because he believed it was vacant from industry and people 
and movement of money and movement of things. But he didn't... Oh, sick! Oh, you know what? The river gives back. We just found a corridor. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, he looked at this big, lush landscape that was so giving and forgiving and just a central part of community and was like, this is not the way I see community. But it's how the peoples of this land took care of it for millennia. Um, and so just hoping with projects like these and moving forward, people will like look at the river and sources of water and the ways we interact with water as more, with more care and more love and more, I guess, radical optimism. Anybody else want to say something? I was just thinking about how like the rocks that are here and probably some of the old trees that are here have like been here since the river was healthy and they've kind of like seen it. Rocks are the oldest witnesses to what's happened to the dawn, I guess. Well, in preparation uh, for today, I've been picking up a Indigenous Toronto uh, history book. Um, and on the topic of what Freddie said, it's like this used to be the main way for the peoples who did live around here to get around Toronto. And the fact that it was so roundabout to even be able to see it. Like every, all the infrastructure we've built around it feels like it's to hide it from view a little bit. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, like we're right underneath a major overpass and you don't even know this is here necessarily. And, you know, in Bayview, like all these huge, it just seems very unnecessary in retrospect. Protect and save the rivers. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about my complicity in this, like, I, this whole trajectory of colonialism as a white person, right? Like, throughout our summer project, particularly, I, we found out through our research that the headwaters for the Don River Valley are in the Oak Ridges Moraine, where Brandon still lives, and that, that's where I grew yeah. up. So, and I also, and then it flows kind of down and into the lake and then it becomes part of the Trent Severn waterway which is where I live now so it's really for me been in this interesting trajectory to kind of think through growing up in the headwaters and then in lots of ways like ending up where I'm living now as a result of reading um, like Michael Andache's novel In the yeah. Skin of a Lion which is so much about the Don River Valley and the construction of the the, um, the Bloor Viaduct and just kind of like following that those imaginative cues to, because that book is set on a drive from Toronto to Marmara into Belleville which is kind of like the place where I live now and like just having that be part of my kind of like I guess poetic imagination growing up and then coming full circle back to doing this research on the Don River as part of this course at OCAD like for me it's been a way to kind of think about my own complicity and what it means to like heal the river and I don't know I think like I put this this quote up earlier about uh, from um, Robin Wall Kimmerer's book um, Braiding Sweetgrass where she says like the waters haven't forgotten their responsibility you know it's like we have and this, I think the second part of the quote is something like um, the waters are waiting to use their healing gifts when we'll use ours so we have like a lot to learn just from the place that we are and yeah I'm still like I guess working through all the complexity of that complicity and stuff but 
It's like trying to think about where to start. And I think it's here, right? With conversation and other people and with research. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice that we're like actually here outside. You know, it's, it's at OCAD and stuff. Like we can sometimes be sitting in classrooms talking okay. about, you know, uh, ecological responsibility mm-hmm. or decolonizing and things yeah. like that. But then to actually get out and connect and mm-hmm. yeah, like... I mean, I think Rob, like Robin Malkimmer talks about how indigenous ways of knowing are just human ways of knowing. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I, uh, I remember someone saying, a uh, teacher uh, in a class that I was talking about, I'm glad I can go home and just be in the forest. And they kind of challenged me and said, well, the land's always there, like, when you're in the city. And I was like, wow. yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. And they were, like, almost were like, the land's always there, like, just getting in my face a bit. And I was like, yeah, it is. And this is, like, a place that so many people have occupied over the past for, for like, a millennia, as Freddie said. And uh, I don't know, like, as Shannon was saying, we are in the headwaters, and we connect with that land up there. But um, when we come down here, we're and we were participating with this river, we were kind of thinking about that complicity and kind of these different places we've been. And for me, it's a way of knowing here has made me look at the way of knowing in all the different places I've occupied and kind of, if I could grieve that land, now I kind of am really grieving it. And um, through this connection, through all these experiences, it, it's hopeful it's like after kind of that weight is going to be there but connecting with people and connecting with these knowledge systems it's this project is not really ending it's just kind of ways of knowing and kind of we will go through these cycles of grief and letting go and knowing and knowledge just really happy everybody kind of came together to funeral it can be a site of mourning but also a party a celebration of life and understanding that life will come back though we're sad some things have left us with the experiences the dawn has faced some things are coming back and Mm -hmm. we have to look forward and celebrate that and protect it yeah and move on and get out of the way sometimes yeah Yeah. get out of the way
It's so interesting how we like think that the river, or we're always like the river is always here, but at the same time it's always passing through. Like mm-hmm. it's transient, the water's moving, so it's like kind of this paradox between like this constant monument, but it's not still because the water itself is moving through the land. And I just feel like that framework helps me contextualize this like timeline of just like witness that the river has had within like what is now Toronto and also like the idea of like a future that this river could still have and hold and like be rehabilitated I mean there's wildlife around us even now even though it is so polluted like there is still life reliant on it so it's yeah it's definitely like hopeful not too not too fun- not too dead not too funerally <laughs> not too dead she can resurrect sorry Just river <laughs> sorry, sorry river <laughs> we wrong yeah. thanks for sharing this space and this experience with all of us and yeah yeah hopefully this does spur on further action like Shannon said and we work that into our practices in the future just understanding when we go out and we use the land as part of our practice what ways are we engaging with it and what ways can we further learn not just from the land itself but from the people who are just you know centered to take care of it yeah Yeah. you know the custodians the original custodians of this land how can we approach that relationship and build it and understand ways of cooperating and understanding like how to properly like acts of forgiveness in ways that are constructive there's a family of loons having a drink over behind us right now